Listener Production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Hey everyone, I'm um, so Kath Ebbs is here. My like bestie is here. Pretty random. What would you call yourself, babes? I mean, we've got like influencer, model. Um, I mean, you called me a model. I, I called you a model I before. Um, I don't know, how, how would you describe me? I'm like curious now to know as like, I don't know, like queer, queer <laughs> icon, <laughs> curly head, queer, curly head icon, curly head nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Time. It's me every time. You every every time. Kath is feeling insecure or like rejected which is or a like lot. which is a lot <laughs> or like rejected. Like I'll go to their house and like she'll be there like getting ready. I remember one time. Well, this is how this started. One time, uh, she was getting ready to go out to like the imperial, some, the imperial or something. <laughs> and you're like, she's like, it's like a curly hair nugget. And I was like, you're not a Kelly Head Nugget, but also like Kelly Head Nugget, it sounds cute. So like now I call you a Kelly Head Nugget all the time. And I feel like I'm, I feel like you might think I'm insulting you, but I think it's really cute. No, imagine, I, what I imagine is a chicken nugget with curly hair on curly top. Curly Head Nugget. Kelly Head Nugget. A little Kelly Head Nugget. So, Kath, uh, Kath Influencer, also you just finished filming a mini series on the talk, on TikTok. On the TikToks. I comment casually every so often. Abby is like our number one fan. It's like the best thing ever. It's like full. Bestie vibes. <laughs> like literally the top comment, I'll go on. It'll be like nine in the morning. It's just posted. I'll go on to check the episode. Top comment. It's Abby being like iconic, screaming. We love. Well, loved this, guys. <laughs> really. Even though I've known about this for ages and I also like know the storyline and like I know, but like I haven't seen it. You said yeah. that you'd send it to me, but I think it's better that I watch it daily. Well, because I'm not editing it. So I thought I would have all the episodes that I can't speak. I thought I would have all the episodes that I could send you, but I see them when you see them. Right. I'm every day for the first time. It's a big reveal, uh, but it's fun. So it's called self-care. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. Go show notes. It. Go watch it. Um, what else are you? You're a podcaster. Kind of. I'm very lazy with my podcast. Would we just say vague media personality? Ooh. But, like, you know what's funny? When people ask you what you do for work, what do you say? I literally go, they go, what do you for? I go, I, 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 like we're on a first date. We're on a first date, you and I. Um, and I'm like, mm. okay, wait, go. Ask me. I'll see. I'll see what it okay. comes to me. Like, from, like. Oh my god. Okay, go. Oh my god. Um, what do you do for work? Um, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm queer. <laughs> so I'm gay. I'm, like, what? <laughs> I'm gay. Because apparently every brand is just like the gay one. Like about you. Like literally, literally <laughs> though. Talk about rainbow capitalism. Okay, obviously it's Mardi Gras. So cats on for Mardi Gras, but mainly the reason why they're on is because um we haven't seen each other in a few weeks. So like <laughs> while this is gonna be like a gay chat. I mean, we're probably we're, just gonna catch up. We're just gonna catch up because I miss you. I was literally texting Conrad last night, just like being like, I miss you. Aww. I love you. Yeah, Bless. it's sad. I miss my parents, but you're here. Oh, I fine. know. I'm here. Mum's here. Dad's up at the house. I know. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's like, babe, I'm worried it's gonna flood. I'm like, mm, sort it out. Maybe it will, but like, you're really strong, so maybe you can. If it's- like- Honestly, if I was in a natural disaster, I would want dad there. No, no, Con, I will sort like, it out. I think if the house collapsed, he literally would like 
by hand would hold it up. <laughs> He'd be like standing in the he rain. Like, would he would, bless him. So, yeah, wait, so what do you do for work, babe? How are you going to support our family? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I would say that I create content on the internet. Mm. <laughs> and then I would probably say that, yeah, I write and I act and I. Oh, you're an actor as well. Fuck, I forgot to add in that as well. Well, I'm also a DJ. Oh, yes! <laughs> I just hate not being able to do stuff. As soon as I see someone, like, doing something, I'm like, I'll do it. But it's a bad thing because then I just end up with, like, all this stuff and then I call you crying because I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, you're, like, like regularly. Kat's like, I just, I'm overwhelmed with work. I'm like, well, do you, like, have some time off? I don't know, I can't because of, like, rainbow capitalism. So, like, I have to like, talk about that. So, because of Mardi Gras. Mardi literally Gras yesterday, is a I literally texted out and going, rainbow capitalism is fucking me in the yeah. ass. And I was like, fair, 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 fair. So, rainbow capitalism. So, every year around this time of year, it's Mardi Gras time. Yeah. They whip out the curly hair nugget <laughs> and they say, I'm get a token in, lesbian. They're like, get in a rainbow outfit and dance for us. And you're like, ah. Ah. Fully though. How do we feel about that? Because obviously it's good to give money to queer people, but like yeah. what's 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 the what's the vibe and feels on the rainbow capitalism? Because I similarly to like when um like years and years ago when people started to like actually care about feminism, like like white private school girls started to actually some for some reason care. Mm. You're like, okay, this is really fucking annoying and it's performative, but also you're still like spreading there's like a little corner of it that's they're like, okay, at least it's doing Something? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are that rainbow capitalism, if that's what we're going to call it, has a time and place. And I am, like, happy that we are at a place in history where it's, like, in a really odd way, like, not trendy to be gay because it's not trendy to be gay. In maybe in our echo chamber it is. But in the world it's not. Mm. And we forget that sometimes. Mm. But I think it's, like, good that, you know, these brands want to jump on Mardi Gras Pride Month and celebrate queer people because it is like as well as it's about education it's also about a celebration and I feel very privileged that I can be you know representation that I wish that I had growing up you know if I had social media I didn't even know what Mardi Gras was growing up until I got to like middle high school yeah neither just because I lived near Oxford Street and I was like what's going on um <laughs> What is happening? Why are you all out here? What's happening? What's with all the rainbow flags? It's all the rainbow flags. Oh my God, I love it. Literally. So, like, if I lived in the era of social media, like, and I saw these brands, like, posting. Like, Sorry, I just imagine Kathy used to wear, like, not that you were straight, but like, yeah. when you were, when you were, I was like, trying to be when you weren't out yet, you yeah. were in, like, year 10? From, like, year 7 to, like, year, the photos you've seen were, like, <laughs> Yes, like the ages of 13 to maybe like 16. So go to Kath's Instagram right now and look at Kath now and then imagine. Oh, right. I thought I was like, is it on my Instagram? No, no, no. And then imagine Kath with long straight hair, like eyeliner, platform extensions. heels. Extensions. Um, platform extensions heels. like down to here. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like a mini, t- and like a boob tube skirt. We love Super 8. So that's you walking to Oxford Street going, what's happening here? Literally with my extensions my like in my hair, with my eyeliner. Yeah, I was like, what? So I, I guess like I feel like in a way like happy and blessed and like, you know, that whole thing of like grateful. For me, it's more of this thing like recently especially, it just feels like a pile on and it doesn't feel like authentic sometimes. Like mm. there's some brands like brands like honestly, like not plugging just from my experience, like brands like, 
Bonds and like the body shop who I work with long term, they are doing things. They're just examples, by the way. They are doing things all year round for queer folk and like in the trenches, not just like show, show, show. They're like, you know, um, working with um, organisations like Minus 18. Mm -hmm. They're holding events behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, recently the body shop funded a massive survey for queer people because we got left out of the census. And so those kind of brands are like, and they're also easy to communicate with because they get it and they care all year round. My problem is when they don't care ever and then they just want to, like jump on and it's always last minute. It's, it's always, always like end of Feb. Ebbs, end of Feb, super stressful. And my thing like this week and last week was this like thing of like, we need it now. And it's like, yeah, you and 50 other people. Mm. And also Mardi Gras comes around the same time of year, every, every year. year. Be organised, be intentional. Like it, it doesn't a lot of the time feel intentional. And have a relationship with queer creators. Folk, yeah. Beyond Justice Day, if I had a, if I had a relationship with you, it would have been discussed in last August. Okay, so for Mardi Gras, this is our plan for this month, this month, this month, and for Mardi Gras, we're going to do this, mm-hmm. which is intentional. But mm-hmm. when it's a random brand DMing you or emailing your agent or whatever, it's like, and then they're very demanding, and it's very so like demanding. get this done right, right now, now because we need to seem like we're aligned with queer people. Yep. Yep. And a lot of the time they don't, like, I'll sometimes too, even in terms of money, like, I will charge more during this time because I'm like, you're pro- oh my God, I'm just whacking the mic here. That's right, babe. Sorry, Go. Guys. You're profiting off queer stories, which is going to cost you. They are very, like, they're not mm. the nicest stories sometimes. You're also, like, kind of virtue signaling to a group of queer people, which is like, fine, do that, but you're going to have to pay for it. Um, well, yeah, pay. Also, I'm busy with a lot of other brands that want to do pride Mm. stuff, but then they'll have like a huff or a lot of the time they will, this happens all the time with queer creators or just like diverse creators, they will do this whole like happy to be here thing where they'll want you to do things for free. Yeah, didn't you have, didn't you tell me the other day a story about, can you tell me the story about telling the brand? Yeah, so there was a car brand that reached out. They were like, so, um, really exciting. Um, You love it? This is going to be so exciting. I love when they start off with, it's going to be, they're gonna love it. It's like how much money you're paying you though. Like literally, my time is money. I'm yeah. busy. As we as we establish, I do fifty million things. Yeah. I don't have time. But they were like, "This is really exciting. We're making this like mural, which we're gonna paint like a bunch of queer creators on this like mural on the street, and then through the mural, we're gonna tell their story, so you can talk about like nice. the trauma you've been through mm. and what it was like coming out, and what mm. do you want to see change." I was like, "Cool. So, what's your budget?" They're like. Zero dollars. So we want it for free. Yeah, and I'm like, and also, also, on Rainbow Capitalism, this is something that pisses me off, is like brands don't understand because they're all like, you know, obviously when I present myself on the internet, I'm celebrating queer joy. I'm trying to be like a queer body mm-hmm. that is shed in a positive light because that's what I needed growing up. And and because of that, I draw in a community of people that are accepting of who I am. And, you know, it's very rarely that I'll get trolled. And if I do, it's like block delete pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But in order to find my page, you're probably going to be inclusive or look seeking that kind of you know, all the things I do. Yeah, yeah. But what brands don't understand is like they have just like a generic, like the actual world audience, especially like big corporations. Mm-hmm. Their audience is just like a mixture of, you know, everyday civilians. Mm-hmm. And when they put my face, so they're like, this would be really fun. Like you'll wear this thing. We love the gays. We're <laughs> celebrating the gays. I'm like, you might be celebrating the gays, but the people that follow your brand are homophobic and transphobic and then you put me on your page and then you don't police the comments or the people that come after mm. me or you won't pay that little bit extra, which is why it. I charge more for things that, you know, if you want to put me on a 
a window or whatever for, for being like for pride or for like me talking about my non-binariness. Mm. Like if you want to do that, you, you, I, I am putting myself and my body at risk. And I don't think a lot of brands realise that. I don't think they understand that. And it's, mm. again, that thing. And we talk about it when we talk about any, uh, like, minority group, like, diverse creative people that work mm. in the media, is get a fucking consultant, like, on your campaigns. Mm. It's always just, like, white, straight people, cis people that have no idea and, like, that's where I also... And then you have to explain to them. I've had so many instances where I've had to explain things to people on set, that like happens to me on set all the time. Or I'll go on a set and they'll misgender me like the whole time. And I'm like, like, I understand that maybe, you know, or if it was like not something for pride, I'd be like, maybe you don't know what my pronouns are. Or like, that's, you know, I can be, I'm very considerate in that way. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like ready to jump on someone, but I'm like, sometimes you will hire me to talk about not being non-binary and then you will misgender me like the whole time mm. or refer to me as a girl, which like, again, in another setting, I'm like, that's fine. I'm very compassionate to like, it's new and so people don't understand and like, that's fine. But I'm like, you've literally hired me to talk about this thing that I'm talking about, like mm. in the room, like well, like an interview. You're, he- you're here, right? You're hearing like- me talk about yeah. how I identify and you're still like not respecting that or like get like... <laughs> It just, it's so, I don't know. There's a huge disconnect in between brands uh, who want to seem like, like, for example, the body shop. I know, and this isn't a body shop ad, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we not just at all. both work we with them. We I mean, wish. <laughs> pay us, us. No, I love them. Yeah. But like, I've worked with them, you've worked with them like over the past year and a bit, both of us. And everything they do, everything is usually already considered. But if it isn't and you bring it up, it is changed immediately. And there is like an apology and there is an understanding of why that was missed, right? Like there's always like a reason why something is missed. It's not just because someone didn't think of it. It's like, oh, that has to happen that way because of logistics and da, da, da. And then, but we'll change it anyway. Thanks for bringing it up with us. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They Mm -hmm. always align themselves with different charities. And also their social media already shows a diverse group of people. So if you're going to post for something like The Body Shop, again, guys, not a plug. Um, (laughs) If you're going to post someone like them, usually I would feel that it was, it'd be less of an impact on your socials of negativity because they're already seeing people like you, Denny, uh, their audience me, base already, understand. It's already built that way and, because they, mm-hmm. they're putting people front and centre that are diverse in whatever way. Mm-hmm. And I also like even on that, like, um, again, this is not a body shop <laughs> Body shop. It should be. Body shop. I ran out of shea butter last week. So if you could send me some, thanks. Like a, like a truck. Like a also, tr- I've been trying your daisy yogurt, like a body yogurt. Like, I oh, love it. I haven't tried the daisy no, yogurt. It, it seeps in really well. Okay. Nice for after the sun. Anyway. Well, again, <laughs> let's talk about the body shop a bit more. Yeah. Because, like, another example is that of that is, like, instead of just, again, the rainbow capitalism, we spoke about before, um, made a TikTok series, which is, like, a show. And yeah, with you, Hannah and Mon. With Hannah and Mon. Who wrote the formal series. And even with that, so we needed funding for that show. It's really hard as especially queer creators, but creators in general, making films in Australia is really hard really to get hard. funding. And, and it's really expensive as well because really crew, rightfully so, are expensive because they're worth the money. But yeah. it's really expensive it's to It's really to expensive stuff. to make stuff. Again, like we, like the body shop ended up funding it, but they didn't want anything from it. They were just, I said, Sorry, that vibrator put on. Is the body shop calling? Being yeah, like, sorry, hey guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope your sponsor, sponsor's going well. Yeah, going, uh, <laughs> but again, I, I only say this because we're talking about like authenticity of brands and like, you know, because 
they didn't want anything from it. They were just like, we know that it's really hard for queer creators to get things funded and we want to support young queer creators because, again, that representation is so important in film and television mm. and all that kind of stuff because young people will see it because, like, the show... Um, it's called. Yeah, explain the, okay, explain the, the show. show. Right, okay. But yeah, self care was made because, again, and this kind of goes back to it's this really interesting conversation of like celebrating how far we've come, but also being like, we've got more to go. I work as an actor and, you know, do a little bit of writing and stuff. And I was always like, you know, it's really important that on screen we see, you know, queer stories of, I don't want to say trauma, but like, you know, Queer history has it's it's built upon trauma because we were oppressed for so long and yada yada yada. I mean, the first Mardi Gras was a march and it turned into a riot. So, mm-hmm. um, and those stories are so important. Don't get me wrong, but I also felt like it was important and I was yearning queer joy and I wanted to see more just mundane things. And recently, like ten months ago, I got dumped. It was really brutal. Abby knows a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about that? Do you want to? <laughs> we can. We later. can. Yeah. That happened. It was, it was brutal. It was yeah. brutal. It was awful. And I um, came up with the like the concept of self care purely out of just wanting to put my energy into creativity, but also wanting to see just the mundane of queerness. Like in self care, the main character Grace, they just like happen to be gay. Like there's not like yeah. there's nothing about them being gay. It's just mm-hmm. like the person that dumped them was a girl. They're gay. Their friends are gay. But it has like no, it's it's not it the main be straight focus people. of yeah, the storyline. Yeah. It isn't like oh look at this fabulous gay person, and it's also not like look at the trauma. Trauma it's just. A and normal that, story. And that stuff's really, yeah, important, which is which also is why I am really big on being represented as much as I can because I know growing up if I saw that stuff because every time I ever did see, you know, queer gay people, trans people, it was always in like a really negative light. Mm-hmm. So even when I did was struggling with my sexuality, not only did I have like from the personal thing of growing up like religious and being scared of a lot of things because of that. But it was also this thing of like, well, every single queer person I've ever seen or heard from is like a negative thing. So I knew from my personal life and outwardly from the media, oh, if I was to ever come out, my life would be awful. Yes. You know, which is not true. There obviously is awful parts to it because we don't live in a world that is very, you know, Mm -hmm. accepting of difference. But... Outside of that, like, my life has become so much richer and way more beautiful since coming out, like, three, four years ago. Oh, can you talk about, like, maybe, like, when you decided to come out and, like, also that story about your ex-boyfriend. Oh. That's what I want. You want the juice. (laughs) Well, I'm a lesbian. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I identify now as a lesbian. I kind of knew I was gay when I was like six, but I grew up in a really religious household. Um, not re- Actually, I don't like saying that because like my family like are G's and like yeah. never, ever, ever put anything on us. Like, yeah, like it's not like they were. My parents never said anything homophobic, but we just didn't talk about gay. Like gay didn't yeah. exist. It was a foreign concept. And um, we were religious though. Like we go to church every week and like went to religious schools all the things I just kind of grew up knowing this thing but I tried so hard to like convince myself that I wasn't like anything that would point me in the direction of that being confirmed 
was like terrifying. Like, do you remember in high school when like we got to that age where we'd go out drinking and for some reason like girls would just, we'd always like make out with each other? Yeah. We're obviously trying to do it to like be hot to the boys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would never, like all my friends would do it all the time. I would never do it because I was scared that it would confirm this thing Mm. that I felt about myself or like knew about myself. I also got scared I'd be like outed. Because I remember the one and only time I did was that I was, I would have been like 12, 13 and this guy wanted to kiss me and I was, I think it was my party actually. And I was in the bathroom like being, I was like, I don't know how to kiss. Like, you know, I've never kissed anyone before. Mm. And my friend. Me eating pussy. Yeah. Yeah. I have and I just keep failing at it. Fully. Mm. And my friend was like, kind of like grabbed me and was like, I'll just practice on me and then just kiss me. And, um, which was fine. But I remember it like stayed with me for so long because I enjoyed it. And I was like, does that mean that I am this thing? And mm. I used to get called for some really weird reason. My siblings and like our friends that we'd hang out with would like call me a lesbian growing up and like tease me for being a lesbian. And it, but it was like not a good thing. It was like bad. Yeah, like, it was like, it was, it was like, like bullying vibes. Yeah. yeah. And um, which is why now I identify as a lesbian because it, it, I'm like, reclaiming oh. the thing because lesbian was always like the scary word to me because then when I went to high school there was only two lesbians in our school and everyone was like they're lesbians there were two like, lesbians in your school yeah but they were like really zero. ostracized like mm. everyone was like they're lesbians and like it'd be like ew yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyways when I left high school I kind of became like accidentally like kind of asexual like I just wasn't interested and I didn't really think anything of it I was just like I'm not interested in anyone like I don't care. Didn't really like date, didn't like was just nothing. And then I met this guy who I always had this thing in high school and I guess it's kind of repeated here where I'd always have like a guy best friend that like wanted to date me and I would Mm. keep them close. So it's like I had that companionship, but I was always like, no, we're just friends. And it would just Mm -hmm. go on until eventually I'd be like, okay, literally what the fuck so I met this guy and he was fun and nice and great and we'd like hang out and he obviously started being like you know I'm interested in you like that and I remember it being this thing where I was like I just feel like I need to do this like I just feel like I can't be single forever I'd never had sex before which didn't bother me but I was like I should probably I'm almost 20 like I should probably have sex like yeah yeah, so I dated him he was a Christian his family were like Christians so that helped um Pray the gay away. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. It worked because yeah. now I'm straight. Yeah. And um, and this is your coming out. Yeah, this yeah. is actually yeah, my coming out. wearing all black today. Yeah, I'm mourning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I was like with him for quite a while and it just I just tried so hard to like suppress what I kind of knew to the point where he at one point or twice maybe sat me down this one time after we'd had sex. Our sex was like... <laughs> I don't want to like, <laughs> no, like no, no head to him. Yeah, that's but like, like he was really great at getting he was head. Good, right, but no, also like, I feel like maybe like he was good at sex, but your sex was yeah, bad. Yeah, it had nothing to do with him. Like yeah. I, I've actually like apologised. Yeah. Like we've had in-depth conversations. <laughs> because like a well, poor little, like I don't know how, like he knew. So I like, essentially this one time after we had sex, he sat me down and he was like, I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to like be this person, but like I think you're gay, like, mm. fully. And I was like, no, because I would never eat pussy. So, like, I'm not gay. Uh, uh, and he was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Our sex was just, like, I couldn't look at him. I, as soon as I thought about, like, being with, like, a man, I would be, like, turned off. I, literally how we would have sex, he was really good at giving head. Like, 
really good at giving head. Is that because you could think about Yeah, women? I couldn't look. I would have Maybe to, that's why. I'd have to have a pillow over my face or I'd have to, like, he'd have to be under the covers. Like, I could not look at him. Like, I felt, it's awful. And he's a beautiful person and he's, like, a beautiful man. He's gorgeous looking. And I would try. Like, I remember this one time because I started clocking on to, I was like, fuck, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And um, I remember this, like, one time I'd had this conversation with my sister and I was like, my sister um, is queer but has a, boy, a really long-term boyfriend. And I was like, to my sister, I was like, when you and a boyfriend have sex, like, do you ever, like, think of women? And then she was like, yeah, 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 women are hot, absolutely. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. And then she was like, but, I mean, like, sometimes I look at my boyfriend and I'm like, oh, I don't want to review guys off. Or, like, you know, I think about guys sometimes. Like, and I was like, okay, like, okay. I was like, <laughs> um, because I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I only ever think of women when I'm with my boyfriend and, like, I can't really, you know, think of guys. And she, she was like, Okay, that's, I don't know. I mean, she was like, well, we've been telling you for so long that we think you're gay. So, because so, my siblings have, for ages were like, you're the gay one in the family. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not. Um, anyways, so then I remember even like that night, like we were having sex and I was like, think about him, look at him. Mm. And just nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Dry Sahara vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so then pretty soon out after we, like ended our relationship, I met my now ex and everything just fell into place. Like the first time I kissed them, I remember after we kissed, I got really emotional and I was like, sorry, I've just never um, kissed someone and wanted to keep going because I hadn't. Every time I would kiss someone, I would do it until it would be in my head and I'd be like, okay, this is like long enough now. This is enough to like show someone that I'm being affectionate or whatever. And it was the craziest thing. I remember kissing them and being like, wait, what? I want to keep going. And the first time we had sex, again, got emotional. I was like, I feel like I just had sex for the first time. Like, which I did. Like, Mm. I don't even really like, yeah, I would count that as kind of my first time because everything that felt wrong and like even now, like being, being single properly for the first time in my life and being like, interested in people and like dating that's all very new to me mm. um because when I wasn't with my ex-boyfriend or even when we were together like there was just nothing like I thought I was asexual yeah and then now you have this whole new world yeah so basically being out is joyous for you yeah yeah it's yeah I feel like it's my life has changed so much and I feel the most like in my body than ever before. And I also think going through my first proper breakup, Mm. um, because it was the first time I was in love properly, has also contributed to me coming into myself more and kind of like my queerness more and my power because I think a lot of queer people experience this. If you're coming out is with being like meeting someone and going like dating them, a lot of the time you can feel as though, I felt anyway, as though my queerness was wrapped up in them Mm. and I didn't know like how to have a queer identity without them and I think Mm. that's what terrified me in the relationship so overcoming that and like reclaiming my own community and my own friends and my own identity and coming into like my gender more and like all these other things has been this other like pivotal thing of feeling like oh I'm actually here and Mm -hmm. I'm actually queer and I'm actually like in my body for the first time in my like life. Well, that's beautiful. Speaking of the breakup, you're going to hear all about it on Friday's episode. Oh my, my nephew. Oh, we haven't told everyone how we met. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. So how we met was. Um, Are you going to tell this story? 
Yeah, I guess. So it was like it was like lockdown was about to happen. It was like a week before lockdown was yeah. about to happen. The and, second time. And you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many lockdowns in Sydney. And Kath and their ex had just broken up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, in DM trying to get info. I was like, oh my god, this is so sad. Um, what happened? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. Um, should we go for a walk? <laughs> And I was like devil about something as well. So embarrassing what I was devil about. Yeah, we're going to No, we're not talking about that. That is so. I, I actually. We're leaving that in 2021. We're leaving. We're leaving that completely behind. So we went on a little walkie walk for like three hours, like around in Dremoyne. The Bay Walk. Iconic. Like, we were so. I was like, so what happened? Did you like start to finish? So. Then uh, we sat outside for like four hours almost. Yeah, yeah, we sat outside for ages. And then we saw Fitty. From Fitzing Papa with his kids at oh a God, park. We did <laughs> playing football. Yeah, we were like, "Hey, actually, no, I didn't say hey because I was too nervous." I was like, um, "And then we just became like instant besties. It was really fun." Oh yeah, then I had a crush on you for a day. Then I got too scared. Well, to be fair, I was going to say that actually. In hindsight, do you regret it? No, no. In hindsight, thank God though, because like you I and we I wouldn't. Was- we were meant to be. We were like. Platonic soulmates. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like you were not ready to have even like a crush. I feel like knowing you better, na- babe, come on. I can still get my nut just because I'm not over my ex. <laughs> I can still get my nut. Lem, have you ever <laughs> heard someone say in that time? Edit can- that out. No, I can't it. <laughs> Keep it. I can still like get my nut. Yeah, true, true. I know. I feel like I just feel like it was gonna be like really messy if we ended up having sex. Okay. But no also, comment. I could have learned. I could have had a pussy for me. I was thinking that this is how I started thinking about it because I was like, I was so like ready to have this platonic. Yeah, but babe, and you and you would like ghost. You would like. I would <laughs> ghost you. Would I ghost you? Yeah, we were No, I'm busy out. though. You know that I'm busy. Literally remember the one and only time we kissed, I was <laughs> about to leave and I turned around and I said, don't, don't get weird. Yeah, I did. And you did. <laughs> I did. Anyway. Well, you know, I know. I just feel like it was also, anyway. <laughs> but that ship is long sailed. Anyway, the ship is long sailed. Ugh, exposed. Uh, well, Sorry, sorry yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, but I was thinking the other day, I was like, oh, fuck, I should have had sex with Kath when, it, when like, now it would obviously be very weird. But I was like, I could have had to eat pussy properly. Yeah, and then we and could it have slid into weird. platonic I know. Because I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll, like, hire a sex worker, like a lesbian sex worker to have, like, to learn how to eat pussy. Abby, I'm very happy to help. Oh, I'm yeah, Lem! I am here and I am Wait. with you. Are you queer? Babe, Lem's lesbian. Are you a lesbian? I'm like, I'm like the... Like, She's the lesbian. I'm like... Let's go, lesbian! There's another make, lesbian in the room. I could make so much money off of rainbow capitalism So much here. money. Brown, tick, mm-hmm. what else? Short? Lesbian. <laughs> Big boobs, lesbian. tick. Love, pussy, We should date. We make so much money. <laughs> I wish my girlfriend would kill you. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and they have kids. Oh, and we have kids, okay. yes. It's like full on, like. It's full on lesbian. What's it called, that thing when you just like nest in like two months? Like you haul lesbian. Yes. Oh, you you hold it. it. I you hold it. You're you. I mean, you're not a lesbian unless you're you hauling. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. I mean, I did it when we met. Remember, oh, yeah, we just like friendship. deep conversation with you on the phone. And I just remember you being like, what the fuck is going on? Did I say that? No, you were I just. I thought I liked it. 
I'll admit you did like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was just very you hauling. Anyway, we could have, we definitely could have. Um, you hauled? I could have, we could have you hauled. I mean, also, I definitely could have learned how to eat pussy properly, but that's going to have to come. Because I don't want to learn how to eat pussy with a random. Yeah, look, I mean, I can like verbally help you. Nah, I need experience. I think we need to get like, we need to get like a. I mean, like, if you want to give me a head, it's fine, Abby. No, because then it's weird. I feel like maybe I'll no, that would be weird. I think one day maybe if it gets to like a point where I'm like, I'm worried, I'm like, calf. It would be purely for Come lessons over and sake, put a though. towel over your head. Yeah, no, it'd be like purely because if not, I would just like piss myself off. I know we'd laugh. I can't do it. Anyway. Okay. Segue, mm. you know the laws that came out, uh, was it yesterday for the 1st of July about like it? I really, misinterpreted it. Here's the headline. Influencers will be banned from receiving perks such as cash or samples to promote skincare and other health products. So it says the medical regulator has cracked down on the practice of influencers being paid or receiving benefits are to spruik healthcare products, no health products, paid or incentivized testimonials. For health products, regardless of whether any payment is disclosed, will be banned. The code also prohibits endorsement by those who hold themselves as as being um, expertise or qualifications in a health-related field. All posts that include paid or incentivized testimonials that are currently live will need to be taken down by 1st of July 2022. Blah, blah, blah. So it says you can't be, it says influencers will be paid for post advertising sunscreens, protein powders, vitamin supplements, skincare for acne, medicines, and skin lightening products. And then, yeah, so that's basically like the summary. Just, it just, it kind of annoyed me because I don't know. I just go like, how come I'm allowed to advertise that on TV? Well, that's what I think is. Well. And I, I just think it's boards? again that thing of people coming after influencers. influencers. Like, and this was kind of, I got really insecure yesterday about doing SponCon on Instagram and I regret being insecure okay. about So it. Kath gets insecure. Kath either Everything. is like the most confident person on the planet or like really insecure. Like I could be like, love you, and they'd start crying. Like be like, I'm just a worthless curly head nugget. That's all I am. I'm a chicken nugget in the corner of the box. It's so sad. I'm <laughs> There's a bit of curly hair on it and that's me. I'm a curly Or it's like, babe, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Fuck, I'm hot as fuck. I'm successful. I'm sick. Like, what the fuck? I'm smart. Like, I have a fucking series on TikTok. Like, what? Those are the options, by the way. Sounds it's, like so, yes, every the- single queer person's yeah. internal monologue. <laughs> honestly, it's yes. obviously got yeah. something to do with being closeted my whole yeah, life. Yeah, it's like there's too. no in between. Mm-hmm. It's either like worthless or like... <laughs> or God complex. Or like, complex. Yeah, yeah mm. or like I am mm. Jesus made man. Mm. <laughs> I'm like Jesus reincarnated. <laughs> so... I, yeah, I was getting insecure about SponCon, um, what's new. And I had this thing. So I got, I did like a question box, right? And majority of people were really beautiful and were like, yeah, we get it. Like, it's how you guys make money. Like, if we want you on here, then Ovi. And I was like, oh, thank God, you guys get it. Great. <laughs> Validation. Get it, get it. Mm. Um, yeah, fully. Mm. And then, of course, like a few people were just like, nah. What do they say? It. Um, I can read some of yeah, people are so upset about influencers. I think the difference, um, I was thinking about this as well, the difference between doing TV and billboard advertising and influencers is that it's TV, radio and billboard is so like strictly regulated. 
Like, but they tried so- to do that with our laws by like saying you have to say it's an ad. Like if I do an ad on Instagram, there's a slide before it says this is an ad break. But I was thinking about it. I think what it is is that there are comments on social media and people can comment things that are incorrect. And then like, for example, why did the canister and oh. stuff? This is what I was with my agent about. Why did the canister and stuff? I had to regulate comments to make sure no one commented anything that was like mm. slightly factually incorrect. Like, mm. oh, I just used double the dose. Like, not that anyone said that, but if they did say that, even though it's like not dangerous to use more than what's prescribed. It's against regulations, against TJ right. regulations. So I think I think that's what it is. Okay. But okay. sunscreen? Okay, sunscreen I didn't get. And I also, my, my issue isn't, is like, isn't like regulations on things. I think that's really important, especially yeah. because social media is like a new thing. So we're trying to like work it out. Mm. Um, so I, can, I completely respect that. I completely get that. I think my issue is it just feels like constantly the whole, unless you work as like a content, creator, influencer, whatever. People are just like out for blood. Like they people, can't wait. People just hate influencers. But also people, people and who I'm even, like, why? People who like, people who like pretend, like all the comments on like the Daily Oz post and also on the Australian and also on like um, influencer opinions, it was like people being like, thank God, get rid of them all. And it's like, why? Why? Like I, th- I agree. I think that p- things like um, random vitamins and random like powders, I've like- I don't think of ever advertised. I think I've advertised like collagen bickies once. Yeah, I've um, done stuff like that. Because mum told me and that it was. Protein worked. powder I've done. Yeah, yeah, like things like that. But when it's like random, like I've never done it, not because I'm particularly morally against it, but because I am not consistent enough to use <laughs> yeah. a hair, skin, nails, pill every day. Like, I don't know. I also have had like sleepy gummies try to do things with me. And I say I have to try it for a month and didn't work. So I was like, no. So like, and also I don't really know if there's a way to tell if something's working on my, you know what I mean? Well, things see, like that. Yeah. And I get that. I just think my, like the only thing that kind of came up for me was like, was two things was why are we so quick to like, I just feel like the world just like hates influencers and I just want to unpack why. Because yeah. also as an actor and who someone, like I'm across so many industries because like I kind of music because a DJ, acting, writing a little bit, like I'm across so many and it's so interesting, like especially like for example, as an actor, if I'm in those spaces, I am so terrified to say what I do, like content creating, yeah. influencing, because I know straight away it's this thing of like, well, you're not a serious actor. Yeah. Or you're not like a, you know, you're, you're, but you're if you, dumb, you know, or. But if you had a any other job as well as acting it wouldn't be that it wouldn't be no no if I say if I say I work at a I work as a fitness instructor or I'm a DJ like oh cool great so you make money when you're not working Um, well I wrote an article like two years ago about how I think that it's just misogyny and anything that women are really good at it, um, I was just about to say queer this. people and people who are um, minority. Anything minorities are really good at. This is the because first straight time white men are shit at it. Shit at Sorry, it. Sorry, you're yeah. all shit. Awful at it. You can't earn a communication skills. And there's a massive pay gap. I remember realising that like three years ago, I had a friend, he works as an influencer. He has like a lot of followers. And I don't know how we got onto this, but he was talking about how there's like this gender pay gap, but the other way with influencing. And he was like, I think his girlfriend at the time had a little bit less followers than him, but made like so much more. Mm. And I was like I said something maybe like but what why are you guys getting paid so different and then he was like men just don't make like because it's mainly women that like are interested Mm. like on the app like men just like don't make 
Um, it's like you can't make as much money. You need women- a lot more clout to make money. And I was like, light bulb moment. That's why. Because it's like this dumb woman thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. Cis, straight men are shit at it. And also, social media has broken down so many barriers for minority groups mm-hmm. and is like changed the mm-hmm. way of the media through like allowing different types of bodies, people from different backgrounds, way more queer people, trans people. So, of course, like the people at the top are like, we hate this. And that always trickles down because patriarchy we Boys hate to admit to it, out. also exists within women. Like, Absolutely. Sometimes they're, more so. They're, they're all waiting. They're all waiting for there to be. Like, everyone was so excited about these regulations. I mean, I don't really give a shit. Like, well, like, I, I'm like, okay, cool. Those are the new rules. Those are the new rules. Like, I'll, I'll follow it. But I think what it actually is, is anything TGA approved. So I think when it's like acne skincare, it means like medical skincare. Now, I'm not... 100% sure. I'm, yeah. I, my managers and I are reading it. But, like, I'm pretty sure it's not – it's very deceiving. Like, it's right. very – this Australian post has, like, not been – it's been worded in a clickbaited way because they know people will be so joyous at the thought of influencer earning money, which, like, uh, if, if I can't advertise this product, I'll go, cool. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. People commenting, well, why don't they do it for free anyway? If they love it so much, why don't they do it for free? I don't think people understand how time-consuming it is to be on the internet. Like, I always say to my followers, I'm like, babes, if I wasn't getting paid every so often to be on this app, I would not have Instagram, I swear to you. Like, I would not have it. So it's like, if you like me dancing in my kitchen or writing posts or, you know, having a podcast, I don't get paid for my podcast, like, then you're going to have to deal, like, Mm. I don't, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, it's yeah. just another... We used to have blogs. Like, yeah. that, blogs have just changed to Instagram. But my other thing with this new law, which was kind of like... Uh, it's like, I just don't understand why, for example... And I know this might sound like... This has nothing to do with the fact that I don't drink alcohol. Like, nothing to do with the fact. Because I'm like, mm. go off. Like, I don't care about alcohol at all. But oh. it's just a personal choice. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't understand why I can promote alcohol or like betting apps um or i don't know like so many other things yeah that point like i don't get it i think it's because i think it's again because of like i don't know i guess all we have to do is hashtag drink responsibly and then it's like it's all good that's really that's really true don't get them ideas though because alcohol pays a lot of money i know they pay a lot of money that's what i mean (laughs) Oh my god, that's so much I want to talk to you about, but we have to wrap up because you have to do um the nightmare fuel. I'm sad. Um, can you plug your stuff? Thanks for coming on, babes. Me, just like yeah. Oh, follow me if you want. Follow me and look at my stories. Look at my stories. It's get like my com- engagement up. Yeah, my engagement up. It's a combination of me being really insecure or like the opposite, like being like fucking love myself. <laughs> Let's dance. Yeah. Um. So it's Kath Ebbs underscore. No, it's just Kath. Ebbs. Isn't it? Why do I think it's an underscore? I don't know. It used to have two S's on the end. It wasn't my real name oh, for a while. Yeah. And then I got my I got my name back on Instagram. <laughs> and then also, guys, watch self-care on TikTok. Yeah. Share queer stories. If you like it, share it. Share it. And because then also also share a link to how you can look at it. It's hard. Yeah. Mm. I know that sounds like I'm really bad. I think especially in Australia, like tall poppy syndrome vibes. But like when it comes to queer, like with when it comes to the series, it's like it has nothing to do with the fact that it's my project. We just need more queer stories mm-hmm. in the media and in the TV world. So like, just share it out of pure like politically. We just, love it. Yeah, just politically. Yes, politically. Um, sure. Anyway, see you at Mardi Gras. We're gonna be wearing matching outfits. Oh my god, yes! So uh, iconic. Get vibes. ready. Get ready for. Mardi- I'm actually really nervous but excited about our Mardi Gras. Outfit. <sighs> Me too. I feel love like you. I'm wearing drag. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Anyways, love you. Love you. <laughs> 
Listener.